Yo, what's up? This is Dallas K, and you're tuned into Dash Radio. Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Yep, that's right. It's that time. Daily Discovery. We are here. My name is Hoppa, and I've got Dallas K, who's here with me in studio. How are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Um, I am very excited to get into some of this music. I, I've got a funny story, actually, that I'll tell you uh, in a moment about All My Life. Cool. Uh, with, like n- not about All My Life, about your <laughs> song, All My Life. Right, right. Um, and we've got a couple new records from you, too, that we're going to get into, which is exciting stuff. Uh, man, I, I think first and foremost, we got to get into this. You started as a DJ and then got into production. Yeah, and- I did it kind of backwards. I don't know. Everyone has their own path, right? right. Um, so I was in bands when I was in middle school and uh, I played bass and got kicked out a lot of the bands. Well, I wasn't, why? I wasn't very good, you know? Like <laughs> oh, It was either that or like I had like a vision for something. I remember one time I was in a band and I was like, what if we just never played the same thing twice? And people just weren't ready for They're that. They're like, idea. out! But to be fair, that was a terrible idea. (laughs) To be fair, that was awful. Right. But um, it was either that or like everyone was like working at PacSun and like didn't like I gotta like I gotta go like work, you know. And I was like, dude, let's make music. Um. So then I discovered computers and and I figured I figured out that they could take up a lot of the uh the the heavy lifting, right? right? right. And and so then I started making electronic music. That's how I found my way back into DJing. I was like DJing my school dances in high school and Mm. like. Then I went to Florida State University for like one semester, but even there, I was I was DJing almost you know a couple of nights a week and playing shows and opening for acts. And I love it, man. Dropped out of school, came back to Orlando, Florida, and then was like promoting parties for a while and was making songs. And then people just were like, "Hey, do you, like, you want to come DJ in like in Boston or San Francisco?" And I was like, "Yeah, and you're gonna pay me?" I was like, "Sure." <laughs> right. So that was kind of how the whole like touring thing started. And from there, I was like, it was the realization of wow, I can make a career out of this and by just complete chance I came out to LA and I met a lot of good producer songwriters people mm. who are like really deep in like the pop world and I got introduced to that whole world too so in tandem while I was growing this DJ career and making electronic music I've also been like writing and producing for pop acts and and now I'm kind of like to the point where I'm trying to fuse the two worlds together a little yep. bit yep um with like singing on the new music and everything so it's a very exciting time yeah th- so talk to me a little bit about finding that voice of yours it was it was another one of those things where, you know, it, people can sit and like be like, how do I, you know, how do I like, what is, what is my, what is my thing? And it was something that kind of happened randomly, honestly, like um, I was writing a lot of songs uh, for my own project and, and I was like, well, I need features. Like, who am I going to get to sing these? Right. And I had like <clears throat> four or five records. All My Life was one of them and Recover was one of them that I'd written with people that I really loved and like wanted like to put out. And then it just happened that I was like, well, let me try it. You know, I've been I've been producing all these vocals for for people like I think I can sing maybe. I was like, I don't I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I hope. But I yeah. think I was like at the very least I think I can help myself with my knowledge of vocal production. Um and it was really just a random thing. I actually we pushed the release date back by like 3 months because I sang a couple of them and I sent them to my team and I was like, "Guys, you have to let me know if this is terrible. Like, yeah, like please god, like yeah, right. you have to let me know if this is awful. Like please don't, you know, just like pump me up here." And they're like, no, we think it's really good. And I was like, cool, because this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I want. I like, I, I've been looking for something to like, I, I like producing a lot of different stuff, right? And my biggest problem was that if it's a different production style, it kind of takes away from your artistry sure, if you're a producer sure. artist. But if I can sing the records and like I'm writing them anyway, 
it, it brings a whole new dimension mm-hmm. to it that I can like use to bring different sounds into my fold and like all the new stuff I'm doing is like all over the place essentially for production wise. Mm. And, um, but it was completely random, man. I just literally, did you you enlist the help of a vocal coach? I did. I have a really good vocal coach that I work with, uh, Greg, who has this crazy, like Danish singing method that he taught me, but it was, it was cool because I took, I actually took a lot of uh, lessons from a couple different people. And I, I found his because his was based in like, Fact. He was like, these Danish people have studied the the voice and the throat more than like anyone. Interesting. And everything that we tell you, because a lot of like vocal coaches I had were like, yo, like I'm gonna make you sound dope, or like here's I'm gonna teach you swag. I'm like, first whoa, of all, first whoa. of all, I know you can't teach that, like I, you know. But um, uh, I was anybody like, cool. who advertises themselves as being able to teach you swag is be mm-hmm. be wary. You're of getting that. Yeah. finessed yeah. for sure. <laughs> like. But uh, yeah, so I, I've been taking lessons with him and that's been a great learning process because I, I finish a record, I go to him and I'm like, cool, I need to like really record these vocals mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks and we run through the songs and you learn so much. You just don't think about, you know, you anyone can sing, right? Anyone can push the, the notes out, if right. good or bad, right? right? But there's so much that goes into it that you don't think about. Absolutely. You know? It's an instrument. It is. It's, it's an instrument that people don't realize that you have to work And that's at. the crazy yeah. thing too about starting from scratch, you know? Like I, I can play instruments, I can produce music, but it was it's a real challenge to like, okay, I'm I wanna compete with the big dogs here. Mm-hmm. I wanna be with the best mm-hmm. of the best and have my song next to a massive pop stars on a playlist and be like, I'm proud of how that sounds. So it's like it's a lot of hard work and kind yeah. of like a little bit getting, you know, beating yourself up over like, man, I wish I'd like, wish I'd started this sooner, but it's all good. All in due time, yeah. right? It all happens for a reason. For sure. Absolutely, man. Well, I want to get into some of this music. I want to play awesome. your, uh, your newest song out here called Recover. Yes. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about this one. So Recover is a really interesting song. It, um, I wrote it with Ammo, who is an incredible songwriter producer. One of the, like, the yeah, most, I know Ammo. Yeah. Like, uh. Damien? No, no, no. Different ammo. So there's two ammos. There's DJ ammo and then there's ammo. The producer. I know the other ammo too. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. so it's the other ammo, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, man, I've just been working with him for years, and this was a song that we wrote um, one day, and it just felt so, like, real to me when we did it. Mm. And, and like, it just came together in such, like, a snap moment of, like, this is the melody. Here's how we're going to produce this. And like, then it was done. And then it just kind mm-hmm. of like sat with, with the demo vocal on it for a while. And I just, people were like, we actually pitched it around a little bit. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. We had some people who were like, we'll, we'll do the song. And then it came back to the, it was like not on brand with what they were doing. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I love this song. And like, I want this song to see the light of day. Um, so I re- recorded a real vocal on it and just was like, let's finish it and put it out. That's it amazing. Great. Yeah. Man. That's amazing. Tell me a little bit more about the, the, the writing of it. Yeah. And the so lyrical content. So the lyrical content, it was funny. The word recover actually just came from that was ammo just said recover. Like he was singing the melody like, dun, 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 dun. and he said recover. And then I was like, wait, that's dope. Like how can we expand on that? Like that, what is the story of recover? And mm-hmm. we just talked about how like right at the beginning of an end of a relationship where it's like the hopelessness of like, oh wow, like everything, my whole world is turned upside down and like, mm. I'll never recover from this. And mm. we just kind of told that story through our own like perspectives in the verses. And, uh, and usually, thankfully, most people do recover for the most part, yes. but it's like, yes. but it's a feeling that I think even beyond a relationship, something happens in your life that completely changes everything that you know to be true. And mm-hmm. it's like, everyone can re- relate with that feeling, I think. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, we're gonna get into it here. Cool. Dallas K hanging out with me in studio. This is one of his latest, this one called Recover, right here on Dash Radio. I think I lost her 
And I cannot predict if I recover Recover I think I lost her And I cannot predict if I recover If I recover The writing on the wall I guess I said it all I made plans But you made plans to move on The pressure was enough Instead of giving up You held out You gave in for so long While I'll be your black and blue Now I'm fighting my way back to you I think I lost her And I cannot predict if I recover Recover I think I lost her Beginning of the end Pretending to be friends I've been a mess I did my best to be strong But every little thread Of issues in my head Tear me up Till I admit I was wrong While I beat your heart black and blue Now I'm fighting my way back to you I think I lost her Recover, recover. I think I lost her, yeah. And I cannot predict if I recover, if I recover. one recover dallas k hanging out with me here in studio not only the uh, producer of that record but also the vocalist and singer and did everything on that record well with, with a little help but <laughs> with a little yeah, bit of yeah. help with a little yeah. help, of course um the i was asking you while that song was playing about the idea of either writing or singing or singing and writing a song that somebody else has produced since you, you know, obviously come into this world as a producer. Is it, yeah. have you done that quite yet? And do you feel like that would be something that would be easy to do? I'm definitely into the idea. I think it's like, that was why I wanted to sing on the records too, because it opens the possibilities. Like I have a lot of friends 
And like, you know, any, everyone can only put out so many records a year, but mm-hmm. like if there's something dope and somebody needs a feature, like I, I don't know how hard it is to get a feature and that's why I ended up here in this <laughs> right. predicament anyway. Right. But like, uh, yeah, I mean the other day I, I wrote something for my buddy, Henry Fong. Like he was just mm-hmm. like, dude, I really need a top line on this. And it was me and one of my friends and we just like knocked it out in like 20 minutes. He was actually in the other studio at my house. He was in studio B and I didn't tell him, but we were talking about it and I was like, Oh dude, I'll be right back. So we walked in there and we just kind of like nailed like the blah lyric of the top line. And he came back and he's like, what? He's like, how'd you do this? So, so it's like, surprise. Yeah, it was, it was cool. But I mean, I'm all about collaboration, mm. helping people like mm. uh, being a part of like a c- community is like the most important thing in music. I mean, yeah. I feel like we're all in this together for the most part. And you know, everyone can like, there's, there's obviously like politics involved, but I'm just about like making good music. And so like if somebody else has a dope song, of course I'm going to help them out and sing on that if they want me to. Right. Yeah. Like, I would be so privileged that somebody would want me to sing on a song. Right. right. So like, right. Yeah. It's, no, it's a, it's it's very, a great yeah. compliment, right. Yeah. For somebody to be like, no, wait, we don't necessarily want you to produce this. We want you to sing on this. Yeah. That's like, that's, that would be a, you know, it's definitely a cool, a cool thing for sure. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, tell me a little bit more about this process of, transitioning for you uh, in right. this because you're also transitioning genres a little bit here and I personally bit. am not a fan of the whole genre thing to begin <laughs> with just for the record no, but, for sure. but there is definitely a transition from going from you know sort of a bit more club for style sure, like music with electronic dance music to then more you know in the pop mainstream world of that yeah I mean it's definitely a challenge um, and I, the first two records I put out this year were All My Life and Self Control and self-control in particular is one that's completely a depart a par- departure from what I've done. You know, like I've done a lot of like big room records. I've mm-hmm. worked with Tiesto, with Hardwell, you know, like, so there's things that come along with that. Right. And I love those records. I'm really proud of them. And I'm really happy that I got to work with all those people. But like what was happening was that like I was doing so much stuff in the pop lane that I was super passionate about. And I just wanted to bring that into the fold of what I was doing in the electronic space. And and uh, so self-control I put out and it was funny. I got a lot more, wow, this is dope. I didn't know you could do that. Then I got like, dude, mm. where's like the big drops? Right, like, where's your right. drops, fam? <laughs> like, which was like very like, it was it was a huge relief to me because- I, I'm sure you had nightmares about that. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, and I mean, I used to get the occasional person who like loves you for one thing that you did. And like, I think you can't, you know, you can't please everyone, right? But for Absolutely. me, it's just about- finding my true artistry. And I think that in the world that we live in today, like people are far more receptive to like change to change and to like open-ended things rather Mm -hmm. than like, this is what I do specifically. And I can only do this. I think it's like people love dope stuff, you know, like they just, that is, so if you can make it dope, then I think you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. I I definitely think that that's true. And I think that there's oftentimes as, as creatives, we have the, you know, you have that little voice in your head. That's like, but what will the, what will the fans that have been here for so long think? And like, you know, how do I maybe appease that? And you sometimes can lose touch of your own like compass of like, but this is where I'm this is where my heart is. This yeah. is what I want to be making. This is what I want to be creating. The be- the way that I'm attacking that, because I think you have to, obviously, like, you've built a platform and people, like, are fans of you, which mm-hmm. is, like, another thing that you should be so grateful for, right? Right, right. Like, um, but the way I'm looking at it is I'm just doing it all. Like, mm. the the tritonal remix that we'll listen to in a minute, it's, it's very club, but it's mm-hmm. also me singing on it, and it's also kind of pop in the breaks, you know, but it's, like, I played it, I, I, I was playing a show in Boston and I hadn't played it out and I was like, I played it and I was like, oh, this goes off. Mm. Like, it's a banger, right? right? Like, 
So I can do both, I think, is the, the way that I'm going to just attack it for the rest of the year. Talk to me a little bit about, before we play the uh, Love You Right, because I do want to get into that next. Um, tell me a little bit about the ability of auditioning some of these tracks. Like, as a DJ, oh, I feel like you're, you're, you're at such an advantage, right? <laughs> right? To be able to be like, huh, let's see what they think of this tonight. You know? It's crazy. I mean, that's been the most fun thing. Um, I mean, when I started DJing, I was just doing open format where, mm-hmm. like, nobody knew or cared who I was. Right. And I right. was, they're like, play T-Pain. And I'm like, okay, I love T-Pain. Oh, great. Cool. Right. And that was like, that was how I started. So to, to move into the electronic world and then like have the ability to kind of like take people on a, a deeper journey was like a really special thing for me. And then, you know, I remember like when I, when I was like, even still I'll make something in my hotel room and I'll just like throw it on the flash drives. And mm. like, you can, you know, really quickly if it, if it works or not. And right. like, it, I would say like with, with more vocal records, it can be hard sometimes because like people necessarily don't know it. And if you're going to play a whole verse chorus thing, sure. it's like people want to sing along to it. You right. can always tell the drops though. Like no right. matter what the vocals are, you can right. always tell if you, if it's going to work, but yeah, it's just, it is, it's great because it's live testing. I mean, and mm-hmm. not a lot of artists can do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure. You're a singer songwriter. You can get up on stage and play a new song and people will be like, yeah, but it's, it's not it's quite the different. same. It's yeah. Different. It's not yeah. quite the same. And then, I mean, uh, have there been instances in which you've done that and then been like, ah, okay, hmm, maybe this needs to be changed. And then you go oh, back into sure. the lab and move some all things the time, around. Dude, yeah, all the right. time, yeah. Like that part's too long. Like they were, mm-hmm. like they, the drop could have came quicker or like even a lot of, a lot of the time it's, it's mixed notes too. Like, uh, like, oh, my low end is kind of weird there. Or like mm. that sound is too loud. Right. So, Right, because you know. you're hearing it on on where you intend for right. it to play, you know? I always yeah. think about this. I was actually talking with somebody about this the other day. A dead mouse in his apartment in Toronto has, like, the line array from a festival, like, in his apartment. Just because he's like, <laughs> I mean, that's the most extreme level of it, right? But he's like, I want to hear how it sounds on a festival system. Right. Or like, when I'm playing my show, how it's intended to be. So there's, like, you know, obviously everyone can't do that. But well, here's something cool we, about it, right? Yeah, like, here's what we strive for. So we're right. going gonna to build the compound, right, where we'll yeah. just have a full festival rig right. just sitting there. Yeah. And then we can just go and, exactly. you just know, play just it. test Anyone things can just out. come through and just plug the aux in and just play <laughs> it's it actually, That's actually a pretty good, that's actually a pretty good uh, business idea to set festival up a festival test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fest test. Fest test. All Trademarked. Right. We you, got it. Yeah, fifty-fifty right now. Just right, shake on. We're, we're doing this right now, um, <laughs> and we're gonna get into "Love You Right" right here. This is Tritonal and Dallas K's version of "Love You Right." Don't go anywhere. More with Dallas K in just a moment. You are tuned into Dash Radio. Fed up. Tell me you're fed up. I can help you. Help you to see that it gets better. I wanna hear you say you're fed up So I can show you what you really want Get your hands on something real for once Take you where you've never forgotten Somewhere that you can feel for once Oh, let me be the one to love you right You if you think I'm crazy, yeah, you right, you right Let me get in your head to open your mind If you give me a chance, I'll show it's in mine Oh baby, let me be the one to love you right, you right If you give me a chance
Patiently waiting for the day when You see the open on the same page No, I can tell you nothing No, I can tell you nothing But I can show you what you really want Get your hands on something real for once Take you in that forgotten somewhere that you can feel for once Oh, let me be one love you right tritonal and dallas k who's hanging out with me here in studio uh man we've been we've been chopping up about a whole bunch of things from mm-hmm. from playing t-pain records <laughs> at open format spots to you know being able to audition your tracks live and the advantage that that has and and you becoming this this singer this like <laughs> you, you've transformed into this yeah singer. i'm basically a john mayer now so yeah. <laughs> like you know no i'm kidding I'm kidding um it, you know it's interesting though man because I think that there's a lot of people that have that have talent that don't really know or, you know, for what it's worth, sometimes being successful in this industry in one thing, whatever that is, producing music, mm-hmm. writing songs, uh, playing bass or whatever, right. like having success in one area um, can almost then deter you from trying something new. For sure. Because you've been so successful at this, it's almost like, but wait, I'm going to start all over again and, you know, try to learn this new thing. Sometimes a lot of people have aversion to that. What, did yeah. you face any of that? Well, in it's, doing interesting, this? it's interesting that you bring that up. And it's actually weird that I said I was John Mayer because there was a thing that I read that John Mayer said one time. So I see both sides of that for sure, mm-hmm. because I think there's, there's literally two opposite viewpoints that I go back between. Right. Um, the one John Mayer was, he basically wrote this whole thing about how success breeds failure because when mm. you have success in one thing, the door is open for infinite opportunities, so to speak, right? Like, oh, you can go do this. You can work with this person. Right. So like, and then when you spread yourself too thin, it takes you away back from like what you've done that mm. really brought you to that level in the first place. Mm. Um, the other side of it is, is actually a quote from my buddy Ammo, who we also talked about earlier. He was like, once you do something that, society has deemed impossible, like having a career in music. He's like, it, you like what anything. else can you do? Like you right. can do anything. Exactly. Right. Like, like once you've done something that's been like, nobody can do that. You're like, you'll never do that. Right. right. Like that somebody would say to you, uh, then it's like, then go for it. So I think there's a little bit of both. Right. And you sure. find yourself somewhere in the middle. 
um, I think maybe because you're successful in music, you shouldn't be like, I'm going to be an actor or like, I'm going to like, well, I don't know. I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get, you it can, a, you know, like you shot, can, right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe something a little bit further away from music. Like, like a doctor. Right. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to become a uh, cardiologist. Unless you go to school and then I guess, right. you, you know, but <laughs> right. So there's both sides of it, but, um, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't even take my own advice sometimes because you know, every life is always happening to everyone always, but I just say, go for it. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Like mm-hmm. life is so short. Like why not try something? And if you fail, then you'll have learned at least what you did wrong. Right. Yeah. And fail, failure, you can't have success without, right. uh, without yeah. some form for sure. of failure. Definitely. I mean, the first tracks that you probably produced, I mean, Oh, they're on the internet. So right. <laughs> they're on the, I know exactly the one that's like, they're still deep on the internet. Actually, not even that deep. And I, I mean, there's got to be things in your, you know, in your past, even on the production side, which you certainly like have, I would say yeah. have mastered now, yeah. you know, or gotten to a really high level at that. I'm sure like earlier on, you're just like, why did I do that? Right. You know, it's true. And I mean, the part of the whole thing of me writing songs and singing came from like kind of not being bored with club music, but mm. like feeling like, oh, okay, I've kind of done that. Right. Like, so what's next? Right. right? right. Which it's funny that it, it kind of comes full circle. And now I'm like, you know, every time I play a show, I'm just like, man, I need to make like so many bangers. Like <laughs> I like, I love this so much, but yeah. it was cool to, to depart from that for a while to like write this new like body of work that I'm working on to like kind of like it call, it all comes full circle. Sure, right. But sure. like, I just wanted to try something new. Yeah. And I think as long as you're trying something new, but you're you just have to be conscious of, of what it is that you're doing and like the purpose behind it. Right. Like yeah. just doing stuff randomly, because you feel like it, maybe not be the best bet, or like I don't know. I think it's also to that, right? Well, I think, like, it, I think it also has to do with the the effort that you put forth too. Because right. it, you know, it's one thing to just be like, "Oh, okay, cool, I'm gonna try to sing," but you're not really trying to sing. I mean, you know, we were talking about this earlier. You enlisted the help of several vocal coaches mm-hmm. before finding a vocal coach that really right. that you vibed with. And, you know, things like that, if you were just going to kind of like, eh, yeah, let me just, you know, sing on this and not really give it some effort. Yeah. Then to me, I think that that's where, you know, sometimes people make mistakes. For sure. And I mean, even I listened back to the first stuff that I sent to my team when I was doing that. And I'm like, damn, like I've come a long way from there. Like, wow, that's rough. But like. They saw potential. At least they, at least they pushed me to go further with it. Right. And like now I'm, now I'm more confident with it. Um. Yeah, but it's it's definitely been a, a long journey. But I mean, yeah, you just got to go 100% in anything you do. Are there any singer songwriters that are out there that you really you know look to as like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that that on the writing side? I mean, dude, all my friends are so like so, so such talented writers. Like mm. Jacob Kasher, who's just like was really like one of my mentors when I came out here. He just I met him randomly through a friend who went to to I met him through another producer whose brother went to Florida State, right? Mm. And like, he's like, he's a lyric guy. He, he's a melody guy, but he like started as a rapper. Right. So like, got it. and being a lyric guy, right. It's kind of like abstract. Right. But you know, I'll get in the studio with him and we'll work on something and the, how much better he'll make something lyrically. And I'm just like, wow, I could have like never thought of that. Right. But so being around people like that all the time, I'm trying to think if there's any other good examples. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think know. There's that, so many. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I feel like at that, this point, you know, you're, you're definitely carving out your own lane. You're finding your own voice here. You're, you're obviously marrying it with, 
you know, all of the dance stuff that you've been doing for mm-hmm. so long. And yeah, man, I, I dig it. I dig the sound for sure. Um, Thank you. Uh, I want to remind everybody, you can listen back to this entire interview on my site, hopperworld.com after it has aired here on Dash Radio. I've got links back to all of Dallas K's stuff as well, social media, uh, links back to Spotify and all of that. Um, I do want to finish this with another song of yours called All My Life. Yeah. Um, and I want to get into it and want to talk about it really quick before we play it here. But funny story about this one. Okay, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm ready for the I funny got, story. I got introduced to this song because I actually, I don't do a ton of weddings. I don't DJ a ton of weddings. But there was this big celebrity wedding that happened and it was me and another sizable name DJ that were asked to play this wedding. Right. The song uh, was All My Life was the song that they used for cutting the cake. Wow, really? At, at this wedding. It, by request of this guy who's a music guy, too. Like, So the groom was a music guy. Wow, really? And, yeah, and this was like right around the time that All My Life had come out. So this wow. was not even... That's really interesting too because somebody somebody sent me their wedding video in my Instagram DMs the other day and they used all my life. So like maybe it's a thing. It, like it, maybe. No, it really is because the lyrical content of this has, and I was thinking about it at first. I was, I was like, really? This Dallas K song? Because I'm familiar with your work from all right. of like the, the <laughs> right, big room stuff. Right. And as, as soon as I came, saw it come in, I didn't listen to the record initially. Right. I was just like, <laughs> all my life, Dallas K, okay. All right, that's an interesting wedding way to joy. go about it, but <laughs> sure, you know. And then I listened to the song, and as the song was playing and and hearing the lyrical content of it, I was like, "This totally makes sense." Yeah, um, for for a situation. I, like I'm that. down. I back anyone who wants to get married or use my song. You can go song. and sing it live, now, dude. I, we we did the acoustic version, and that was right. like so. You know, people were like, "We like this version more than the other one," and it's so going back. So that song I wrote with two unbelievably talented writers mm. uh sasha sloan who's a, a, popping off as like an incredible artist on her own right and then johnny yukon same thing mm. he just was like he was writing for a while and then he he signed a deal and he just like went into hibernation and just making like the dopest stuff now mm. but yeah i mean honestly that song is just so special to me too be just because I, I just i love it so much it's probably one of the favorites my favorite songs that i've ever been able to put out but yeah, I'm totally down for any sort of <laughs> matrimony, celebration, yes. graduation, and go for it. I back it. That hey, songs like that though. I mean, they have staying power like that. You know, you get into that realm, and then every everybody's using it. You never know. You never know. Uh, we're gonna end things like this. Uh, all my life, Dallas K, and I usually like to end things by saying this: music is life, and life is good. Everybody, we will see you tomorrow. Have a great one. I don't know what I was doing. Every night, different faces by my side I guess I was just pretending Getting high and hooking up Now I know it wasn't love Cause you found me
I supposed to know that I needed you the most? Cause you found me, and I found you And when you're next to me, I never wanna move You know exactly what I needed I know it's gonna be alright Cause I got you by my side Oh